Can I say something real quick? Sure. There's a reason you're number one in New York. You are fantastic. Oh my you God. really are fantastic. And I appreciate you, buddy. And God Thank bless you. everybody in New York. Delray Beach, Creed, rain. It is raining. It is a rough morning here in New York. About 40,000 people now without power in all the boroughs. Coastal flooding. I've got some flooding in my house. It's it's brutal. Just brutal. Uh, The good news is it should be over sometime tonight. That was Mark Levin, too, you heard there, complimenting me in the show. And Levin and I must have talked ten times yesterday. He's tweeting all day long. He's He's frustrated like me. He's angry. You know, Joe Biden lecturing Netanyahu on what to do. He said, what country in the world could ever succeed with people like Joe Biden, Anthony Blinken, and Sullivan in charge of intelligence? They went on to kill Lindsey Graham, too, for Lindsey Graham asking for a two-state solution on Meet the Press yesterday. Me and Levin are on the same exact page. We don't want a two-state solution. We want to obliterate these people. I don't care if that upsets you. They tried a two-state solution in Israel for years, overextended themselves, and the same thing kept happening. War, 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 war. Well, we're done with it. We don't want it. Egypt doesn't want these people. Jordan don't want these people. I don't want these people. Enough is enough. Netanyahu is doing the right thing just to obliterate and destroy. That's it. So one of the most popular guests on this program now was a star years ago on Wheel Housewives of New Jersey. But that's nonsense. She really has become the voice of the Jewish people down in Florida. And let me say this. I had some time with President Trump last Saturday at Cipriani's, thanks to Gavin Wax. He is in love with Siggy Flicker. He likes me, but he loves Siggy. Every time I look at Siggy on the social media sites, she's hanging out with President Trump at Mar-a-Lago. So with that said, here she is, my dear friend down in Florida, Siggy Flicker. Good morning, Siggy. Good morning to you, my angel. How Good are you? Good morning. Good morning. I'm doing great. I know I'm you want to fight. I know you're ready to I'm fight. Doing I... great. I'm smiling. <laughs> Israel's taking care of what Israel needs to take care of. And Israel doesn't give a rat's blank about somebody like Biden who isn't even running the United States of America. If your listeners know, and, and I'm sure your listeners already know this, Obama is running the country, and Obama is no fan of the Jews or Israel. Let me repeat that. Obama, on his last day in office, sent pallets of cash 
pallets of cash to Iran. What do you think Iran was doing? Buying Starbucks coffee? <laughs> what do you think that they were doing with the pallets of cash? People, wake up. Your country has been infiltrated with the enemy. They are amongst us. The new Democrat Party is not the party that I once loved. It's not the party of JFK. It's now filled with traitors and warmongers, Lindsey Graham, two-state solution. The Palestinians, jackass, don't even want a two-state solution. Why, are, why is it even on the table? What's going on here? It's like offering me a Chanel bag when I already have it. I'm like, I don't want it. I want something else this holiday season. What's going on is that you, the people, the American people are so awake now, it's hard for them to fool us. They don't know what to do. So the solution is, is everybody must Jexit. Jexit stands for Jews exiting the Democrat Party. Jews and Christians, we are the last guardians of Western civilization. If we unite, if we unite, we can ensure that our children and our grandchildren have a future. And Sid, I know you know this. Listen, Muslims are great people. They're great Muslims. But according to every, every institute, FBI, CIA, uh, every, every um, um, agency, 25% of Muslims are radicalized. So if you take $2 billion and you give me 25% of those people that are ra- radicalized, you've got 500 million people all over this world that were taught from the age of three. First they come for the Saturday people, then they come for the sa- Sunday people. You go to school in Gaza, and at the age of three, the textbooks from Saudi Arabia, it's funded by, you know who it's funded by. They teach these little kids. They weren't born to hate. They were taught to hate, to kill a Jew. What do you want to be when you grow up? Oh, I want to be a shit. I want to I want to kill a Jew. I'm going to throw a rock at a Jew. This is what they teach them from the age of three. So by the time they turn 17, they already have 15 AR-15s. And they're already going on the street and causing chaos. This is why all Arab countries close their borders, ladies and gentlemen. They want world domination. They want them to go to Netherlands and London and Paris. And they're now, guess what? You've got Ilhan Omar and Rashida Tlaib. They're welcoming, them, welcoming everybody, bringing their mothers, their grandmothers, their sisters, anybody who hates Christians and Jews. It's now in America. We've got sleeper cells here coming for us. We have to unite. There are 2.7 billion Christians in the world and only 15 million Jews. We are 0.2% of the population. But if somebody's toilet doesn't work, Sid, oh, it's the Jewish people's fault. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, consideration that everywhere a Jew moves into, a Jew actually does good for the community. They're the most charitable people in the world. They have more Nobel Prizes. Whatever happened when a radical moved into your community? What do they do? Huh? They only go out there and say, Antifada, Antifada. They don't even know what river or what sea they're chanting for. They cause chaos. And by the way, not easy on the eye. Not easy <laughs> on the eye. That's true, too. Okay? <laughs> the great Siggy Flicker. Yeah, yeah I uh, put myself through this misery on Sundays. I don't know why I do, but I do. So I watched in, uh, Kristen Welker yesterday on Meet the Press. So I saw the, the Lindsey Graham stuff live. I saw Chris Coons, who actually said, and I quote, His quote was uh, about Netanyahu. He said, Netanyahu has been an exceptionally difficult partner, and he's done everything he can to undermine a positive vision for peace of Israel. And Walker is nodding her head. Yes, you're right. Yes, you're right. But but at one point, uh, you know, you you just can't make this up. When she's talking to Lindsey Graham, she was seizing on the fact that Donald Trump 
used some rhetoric a couple of days ago that sounded a lot like Hitler when he was talking about the border. And the one part where Graham came off on our team, Siggy was, Graham kept saying, hold on a second. I'm really tired at this point of hearing about what Trump says, how he says it. Who cares? The fact is, when Trump was president for four years, that border was closed. And now 79 percent of Americans believe the biggest issue in this country is the border. So stop telling me what Trump says. Let's talk about what Trump did. That was the one shining moment for Lindsey Graham. Exactly. One shining. But then he has 20 shining moments that he just goes to the other side. They're all paid puppets. They're rhinos. You know, Republicans in name only. Let's just talk about the one sentence. My president, my president, Donald John Trump, told me, told all of us at Mar-a-Lago last week, he does an interview. And he was joking around saying, you know what, I'd like to be a dictator for one day only and put all these bad people away and then continue being who I really am, which is not a dictator. So what do you think the media did? Selective editing. They did it to me when I was a housewife. Somebody would come at me and throw things at me, and the minute I responded, they only took a little thing, and then they edited the left, the right, and they only took a little thing to create a false narrative. Well, you know, they, they, they did the same thing to Trump about about uh, Virginia when he said there are good folks on both sides except the Nazis. Exactly, and they took out except for the Nazis, and and this time around, they took out, I'd like to be a dictator for one day and then go back to being who I am, which is the opposite of a dictator. Please, this man doesn't need the job. Ladies and gentlemen, he is married to the most beautiful human being. When she walks into the room, I get butterflies in my stomach. He's got five kids who could all spell mom, dad, and Bob backwards. The family <laughs> is incredible, regal, class. You don't have any of the crap that you have now in the White House with, oh, my God, even their Christmas. Oh, God, I got to look away all the time. It's nauseating. I mean, this man golfs, and he's a fabulous golfer. He, his, he, he has the most wonderful life. He didn't need to do this. Man's persecuted 24-7. Thank God for Alina Haba fighting his fights in court and winning them. He didn't need this. He's doing it. He's taking the slings and arrows for us. Why? So his grandchildren, by the way, uh, three of them are Jewish, and my children and your children and our future grandchildren can have a future in America before it turns to Sharia. Wake up. Look around. Stop believing the phony media. All these people say the same thing. They get their, um, except for Sid, the few of them, and my constitutional expert, Mark Levin, they get their talking points, it's other ones, at 4 a.m., and they all repeat the same BS. <laughs> and they think that Americans are, sleep- are still sleeping. No way. Trump is winning in a landslide beyond a landslide. We still have another year of hell. Our borders are wide open, like you just said, Sid. We've got 50 million illegal aliens here. We don't know what the hell they're doing here, but I got to tell you something. Americans are waking up. Americans are fighting back. And Americans know right now we, Jews and Christians, are the last guardians of Western civilization. I sent you the video, said yesterday. Yep of the Muslim in the Netherlands urinating on pork in the middle of a supermarket. Unbelievable. Yeah, the, they don't the share the same values <laughs> as us. You've got 34 beautiful countries. Why are you coming to our country when you've got countries that have the same values as you? We don't want you here.
I'm not scared to say it. You know why? Because if I don't say it and I have to grow up in a world like that, I don't want to live in a world like that anyway. I'm asking especially the Jewish people, stop trembling, okay? We have survived so much. Stop trembling. I can't stand people like, I'm taking down my mezuzah. I'm oh, God, no. My Jewish star. Yeah. Come on. No, don't, don't do you know that. your history. No, you're right. I tell, I tell people all the time, I've got people, oh, my son doesn't wear his yarmulke, they wear tzitzis oh, in the street. Yeah. And I say to them, I say, you know what, let him get his ass kicked. You ever see the movie yeah. Goodfellas? Even saying Goodfellas, every once in a while, we get, you got to get punched in the face. I'd rather I somebody get their you, ass kicked. Kid. Right, exactly. I agree. I agree. And you know what? I don't even care anymore because I, I have to tell people a fact. When, Far- when, when Pharaoh said, I'm not going to let the Jews go, and then Moses came to him and all the plagues came down, do you know how many people, how many Jews actually left Egypt with Moses? Only 20%. Yep. The other ones stayed back like jackasses. You want to <laughs> live this life? Go ahead. But let me remind you. We survived Pharaoh, the Greeks, the Romans, the Inquisition in Spain, the pogroms in Russia, Hitler, German, um, Germany, uh, the Holocaust. During 1948, let me tell you, listeners, seven countries attacked us, and they all had an army. We didn't even have an army. We kicked their butt. When I was born in 1967 in the bomb shelter during the Six-Day War where my father was fighting out there, let me tell you something. We, had, we, we, we didn't have a lot of airplanes, maybe three airplanes, a few tanks. We beat them then. We beat them during the, the Yom Kippur War when they surprise attacked us. Don't worry. We're getting Hamas. The rats right now in the tunnel. Oh, they, they don't even know what to do right now. Everybody wants ceasefire, ceasefire. You want a ceasefire? It's very simple. We could have a ceasefire right now. Give me back my 136 bodies, dead or alive. I want them back. I want them back in Am Yisrael Chai. You give me back my hostages, we have a ceasefire. Who cares what Lindsey Graham says or Biden? Biden doesn't even know where he is. <laughs> Biden doesn't know. Please. He doesn't even know what he's doing. He has an earpiece with Obama in his ear. <laughs> Americans, wake up, stay strong, yeah. stay with Sid. Just just believe in Am Yisrael Chai and believe that this is the greatest country in the world. We are the home of the free because of those brave. We're not going to disappoint all those men and women who lost their lives to, to give us freedom. We're not giving in our freedom. It's not for sale. We're holding on to it. And I love you, Sid. Thank oh, you. Oh, God, I love you. What, what a great message this morning. You know, I wanted to make sure this is my last week. Friday's my last show. Until uh, 2024, I'll be back January the 2nd. And I said to my producer, I said, we got to get all my favorite people on this week to close out 2023. And, Siggy, you, you are that. You're, uh, you're a great voice for the Jewish people. You're beautiful. I love you. We all love you. Thank you again for another great appearance, and I will see you and talk to you again very, very soon. You're the best. Thank you. You, you got it. Love you. Bye, Love you everybody. Too. That's uh, the great Siggy Flicker right here on Sid and Friends in the Morning. She's a great voice, man. She is a fearless woman down in Boca Raton, Florida, where I used to live and where I may live again soon. <laughs> Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.